Do you know the song Smell Yo Dick? Oh, Why You, you know Coming Home, Five in the Morning? <laughs> yeah, Something's yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> You're listening to We Die First, a podcast for black horror fans by black horror fans. Spooky Squad. Spooky Squad. We have a treat. We have such a treat. We, oh my God, I feel, I feel so lucky. This is my second time in a week recording with <laughs> I, you, Troy. I know, it's but so we good. Have, we have Troy McKeady here from the Dunzo Podcast. Hi. <laughs> Troy, how are you how doing? How are you doing, Troy? I'm good. Like, I, like we were just talking about napping, and like I took a nap today, and I never, I don't do that. So I feel like a weird burst of energy that like in an hour, I'll probably be like, uh-oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> but right now I'm feeling real good. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm hear. ready to be up all night tonight. Yeah, But yes, Troy is here um, on this very momentous occasion. We are kicking off a new theme. It is March Madness, right? Is that still happening this year? Are they playing basketball? I Yeah, I think. <laughs> Man, I didn't keep up with basketball for my college when I was in it, let alone leaving it. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. I, I didn't want to assume. But yes, we are doing March Madness this month. We are covering movies about um, mental illness in horror films, which multifaceted. We have some that are kind of good, some that are not so good. I feel like this one is a great movie, but definitely controversial, I think, when you talk about it today and how it portrays someone who may or may not have borderline personality disorder. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that Glenn Close did a really good job of like trying to portray like a multifaceted person, but like the mm-hmm. movie, I don't think was really interested in that. Like they just wanted her to be a crazy scorned lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, rewatching it now, I I definitely have a different perspective. Oh, if you haven't caught on, uh, we're we're talking about Fatal Attraction. It's <laughs> yeah. in the title of the podcast. But yeah, you know what name? Sorry, you know what name I know, but always forget. I know Glenn Close. So I was watching her in this movie, and I was like, "Why do I know her?" And it wasn't like 101 Dalmatians or anything. It was, "Oh, you were like the Novacore director from Guardians of the Galaxy." Yeah, that's where I remember you from. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I mean, Glenn Close has, like, a pretty fucking amazing career, but has also never won an Oscar. She's one of those women who just, for whatever reason, just fucking pours her heart out on every... She, like, eats up a a scene. Like, she literally, like, if she's in the movie, it's her movie. It's her, like, it's her dialogue. It's her wardrobe. Like, it's her film. Yes. Absolutely. And it's funny because she's, like, a contemporary of Meryl Streep. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it. I like Glenn Close more than Meryl Streep. I, think I don't. I, I don't blame her for that. Meryl Streep. She's like we need. To, if if Glenn Close was in Mamma Mia, it would have been. Oh, <laughs> it would have been so good. <laughs> Tweet that right now so that you don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's like, she had to have angered someone. So she pissed someone off, and she's gone this long without. She's she's been nominated many times, but has never won. 
I think that the Academy, in some weird way, like, they get off on that. Like, I think that they have, like, certain people that they, like, get off on just nominating all the time, but never giving them the thing. Because then it's, like, a story. Like, that's, like, a narration for them, you know? Like, that's, like, a part of her... Like, Susan Lucci. Like, that's, like, a huge part of her identity as a famous... Her lore. Yeah, it's, like, her... That's true. Her Marvel story, almost. <laughs> yeah. And similarly, it's, like, how Meryl Streep gets nominated every time. And it's, right. like... So for for all the, I don't know I don't know she got nominated for like a the, did she win for the Iron Lady I think mm, I don't agree I know Sonique's <laughs> hot takes mm, oh my god <laughs> and I'm just like scared like you're scaring me right now <laughs> like mm, I don't know Meryl I don't know <laughs> you're igniting gay panic in me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like a Glenn Close stan over here. Um, But yeah, we covered Fatal Attraction from 1987, directed by Adrian Lin, who... Actually, no. Pause. I'm rude. Troy, tell us about your horror movie journey. Why did I just jump in? Tell us about your horror movie journey. I wanted you to step in how rude you were. I'm glad you (laughs) caught yourself. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. Um... Well, I am a huge, huge, huge horror fan. It's really, I always say, like, I only really watch horror movies and then I watch other stuff, like, in between. Mm-hmm. I only really care about horror movies. Um, Fair. Yeah, I love horror. <laughs> and, yeah, and this is, like, one of my favorite genres is, like, I love, like, a, like an erotic thriller. It's, like, my one of my favorite movies and I'm actually covering them on my podcast right now. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, and this movie in particular, like, I was one of those kids that grew up once my mom saw that I was like going to keep watching movies that were inappropriate. Like there was like really no stopping me. Like the monster had been created. So she really just kind of like let me watch whatever. So I used to watch this like a lot, like too much when I was little, like a lot. (laughs) Like how young? Oh, like Ellen's age. I was five. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was like, you know, maybe 10 like 11 watching this like weekly and probably like recreating the scenes in my room <laughs> or whatever weekly weekly well that's yes. a lot <laughs> well, let me explain. um no it was one of those movies that was always like on like hbo and shit you know what i mean it was always like on tv that's true. so anytime it was on i would always watch it i just thought it was so i don't know i just thought it was another horror movie you know yeah. I just I just thought that you were coming home from school and just like pulled out the VHS, just like popping it in, getting yourself a nice cold Pepsi, and you're just like, oh, gotta take the load off. Troy, it's, Troy it's time for dinner. And it's like, I'm not done with this scene. <laughs> like, she just boiled the bunny. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, before yeah. we get into it, because this is a cool trick that Sneak put us onto, is that sometimes people don't listen all the way to the end of the podcast. So if people wanted to find your funny hot takes, where can they find you on all the social media? That's so smart. Um, well, my podcast is called Dunzo, D-U-N-Z-O, with an exclamation point. Um, I always say it helps in the Google search if you add the exclamation point or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, my name is Troy McKeady. It's T-R-O-Y-M-C-E-A-D-Y. You can find me on all social media there. And I mostly use Instagram for the podcast. So if you want to follow, that would be the place. Yeah, guys, listen to Dunzo. Um, I said, you've, he's already, you've already heard me say it this week, but Dunzo is, I think, 
one of the best, if not the best pop culture like podcast I listen to. It's so Thank good. You. I've learned. No, I learned so much. You know what? I actually meant to tell you this. I was on a Zoom show the other day. It's called um, Conspiracy Brunch. Okay. And some comedians get together and we just talk about conspiracies you believe. And I mentioned you there because I was like, my conspiracy was that every Hollywood couple is fake. And I was like, Troy McGeady, open my eyes to the fact that these people are fucking lying here. Pretend like they're in love. <laughs> Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas got me. I thought they were real. <laughs> now I don't trust any. My wedding just had to be Tiffany's. It's always about Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like if you want to just do deep dives on pop culture, on celebrities, uh, Troy does a lot of great, um, he's doing album reviews now as well. Give it a listen. Thank so you. Good. That was the best plug ever. So, so, so good. Come on. That's why we keep her around. <laughs> <laughs> I just like pop it and I'm like, hey, you should listen to this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of podcasts. <laughs> uh, see you later. And like run back out. <laughs> yeah, they're like, who was it? Ah, she comes around like at noon every day. We don't know who the fuck she is. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm the Mr. Farley of uh, podcasts. <laughs> it's like, oh, folks. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah. We watched Fatal Attraction, 1987, directed by Adrian Lin, who I learned directed a lot of, like, my faves. Um, he did Foxes. Have you seen Foxes? I have not. No. Oh, my God. It's this coming-of-age movie starring Jodie Foster. It's, like, 1980. It's, like, her um, – what's the girl's name? Hold on, I'm going to look. Sherry Curie, one of the, the lead singer of um, The Runaways, that punk mm. band from the early 80s. They're in this movie together, and it's, like, four girls living in L.A. in, like, the early 80s and just, like, trying to make their oh, way. Sheep. And they're, like, high school students. And it's so fucking good. I love that movie so much. But he directed that. He also directed Nine and a Half Weeks, Ooh. Flashdance, Indecent Proposal, Jacob's Ladder, and Unfaithful. So this guy... He loves an erotic thriller. Nine and a Half Weeks is a movie, again, that I used to watch a lot when I was little. That one is fully inappropriate. And it did alert yeah. me to the fact that people use food during sex. I as a, I didn't know. That's... I was just going to ask you, what was that like? What? Like, realizing that people... <laughs> I was like, they sure are making a mess with those maraschino cherries. Like, I like, didn't get it. <laughs> it was a very practical observation. Like, oh, I wouldn't want to yeah. clean that up. <laughs> what a messy oh. kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you definitely should not have been watching no. that I, as someone who grew up watching inappropriate movies that's one where I'm like yeah no too don't far. watch that too far. Child. too far too much yeah. Um, yes uh, Fatal Attraction movie about a man who decides to have uh, an affair and gets his comeuppance in my opinion Yeah, I think he's the villain <laughs> for sure I mean I think it's crazy Andrew that- do you not agree Andrew <laughs> I'm not saying I, do, I don't agree. It's just very funny how you you you're like it's like should I say this? Yes, because this is the right opinion. He gets his come up is <laughs> gets his just desserts. Yeah. See again, I just feel like I he that character Dan the character Dan yeah should have got that to happen. But I felt bad for Michael Douglas because he he's an Ant Man. Again, I was just looking at all these characters like this is the Marvel movie you were in. Wait, that's that's your that's your claim to fame for for Michael Douglas's Ant Man. Oh yeah, I blanked on every other thing I've seen him in. <laughs> Ironically, wow. like all he's just only only in. I mean, he's in a million things, but like 
he was known during this time for being in movies like this. Like he was in Basic Instinct and like um a mm-hmm. bunch of other ones. I don't remember what they were, but he was always like he just played such a good like like eighties New York like yuppie wealthy mm-hmm. Wall, Wall Street. Street yeah he was in like, Wall Street he was just like yeah. the perfect guy Gordon Gecko. for that role. Boy, I mean, he is though. He like he, that is like his. Him. Yeah, that's his type. Like, and I, I could see it. Like, I could honestly. Michael Douglas is kind of hot. In this. Totally, 100%, yeah. <laughs> like he's hot in like he a got really, his like, come up in, but I totally would have also done the same One, thing to him. Like, I would have like. I wouldn't have, I'm having your baby. <laughs> I wouldn't have like gone off the rails, but like all I'm saying is that okay, if I was let's say like a young like up and coming like whatever like age I don't know I don't know what are jobs an up and coming <laughs> like, please tell when, me like, what those are I need money <laughs> I'm working in like publishing I'm like a young hot thing you know I'm the only black girl in the office because it's 1987 so you know I am. <laughs> And Michael Douglas comes into the office and he just like has something about his mm. voice is very sexy to me. He's not that sexy. His father is way more attractive, but like, or was, um, but his, something about him is just kind of like, oh, you're an asshole. But like, well, he's really charming. You know? He's like charming as fuck. Like yeah. at the beginning mm-hmm. when they're at like that restaurant or whatever, when they like get stuck in the rain, he is yeah. so charming. Yes, he is. Like, I feel like Michael Douglas would neg the shit out of me, and I would, like, be like, oh, my God. I would fall for that shit. It's so pathetic. Totally. <laughs> but um, we the movie opens. We meet this a man, this man, Michael Douglas, Dan Gallagher. He is, like, a successful attorney in Manhattan with his wife, uh, Beth, and their daughter, Ellen, who, first time I watched this movie, did not realize was a little girl until the very end thought that was her his son i did right yeah not know who this child was i was like oh yeah that is a little girl um yeah so they are kind of like your nice like your quintessential like you know upwardly mobile manhattan family gorgeous apartment um you know kind of people cute about dog. town cute mm. little dog who gets neglected uh, no. this entire yeah that's movie. the that's the ch- that's the real sad like storyline oh is that God. dog he literally didn't walk the dog for the it entirety is. of his affair the dog ate twice in the movie yeah and i was like wait is this was this dog just like pissing all over the apartment <laughs> Yeah, like, you was, know he is. Like, and you, and, he's, the, and, and he's the kind of guy who'll come home and be pissed at the dog. And I'm like, he didn't go out for 12 hours. Like, he's going to pee on the rug. Like, <laughs> like, like, like the family would come back and be like, yo, did something happen? Because there's just two days worth of piss and it's shit like Sims everywhere. On free yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Douglas is like, he's like, oh, here's a... A, a, a bowl of rigatoni for you, buddy. We're gonna make an Italian out of you yet. It's like, well, he hasn't eaten in five days, and you're giving him old spaghetti. Like, okay, <laughs> old spaghetti this doesn't go like, well for anybody. Yeah. Diarrhea. He's got a diarrhea all over that apartment. Like, don't just give him a bowl of spaghetti. <laughs> that poor IBS dog. <laughs> <laughs> poor. I know that's the real. Honestly, the, the way animals are treated in this movie it's is true. Horror. The dog. Yeah. And the bunny. Like yeah. ASPCA needs to be called. <laughs> Yeah, it was sponsored by PETA. Anyway. <laughs> um, they go to this very uh, – Dan and his wife, Beth, go to a very swanky party. This is – ages this movie is so much because they talk about sushi and it's like 
oh, I hope you like thing? sushi. Like, mm-hmm. it's the thing. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Have you guys, you guys ever heard of this <laughs> hot new sensation? It reminded me of, like, um, it's raw fish. Fish. It was very, like, American Psycho. Like, just, like, everybody's doing sushi right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so as a yeah i wrote down i was like remember when uh sushi mm-hmm. was chic like that was at some point in movies and just in american culture sushi was like i don't know like a marker of like you're status, very yeah. like of status but also like worldliness like oh like you're kind of you're cool and like rich yeah too, now it's know? just like oh i'm gonna get three dollars <laughs> of sushi off like some conveyor belt <laughs> right Go to go to the gas station and get some sushi. <laughs> and I feel like it was like it was like a real forward thinking dish because it was like remember the big thing was like, but it's raw. And everybody thought that was so crazy that sushi was yeah. raw. So it was very like Ooh, you yeah. know like you're a foodie, a real foodie if you eat sushi because it's raw. <laughs> God, why people are yeah. so boring. <laughs> 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 like we're, we're all doing sushi. <laughs> oh, dude, we're doing sushi. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, shit. They're at this the party, and um, okay, since so we first meet Alex, um, okay, she's hot as shit though. I get it. I get it. I get how this oh, happens. God. Like Dan is a piece of shit for cheating on his wife, but also like Glenn Close looks amazing in this movie. Like throughout the entire fucking movie. Her, like, white perm. <laughs> and the smoky eye. Yes. Like, oh, Tyra she's would, always just... Tyra would love her. Like, oh, my God. She's always wearing, like, big-ass fucking shoulder pads, and she just looks so... Oh, she's just so cool. Yeah. I love... I'm I'm sensing there's going to be a train of just Sneak every couple minutes going... He fucking deserved this, but she was banging. Oh, what the fuck is her problem? But he's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's wrong, but it's right. Bisexuality, baby. (laughs) Everyone here is hot, but bad. I like it. (laughs) But no, she's a fucking, you know, and, and noticeably, you don't. We never get when we do like kind of like those rundowns of like like uh, iconic movie outfits. This I guess because her character isn't something you want to aspire to, but her fit game is amazing. Like I literally was watching this, and was like oh, I think I'm gonna do. I turned to Evan and I was like, I think I'm gonna do like a late '80s like wardrobe when this is all over. I'm gonna like just redo my wardrobe, just get a lot of like shoulder pads. Like it's hot. I like it. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so good. The leather. The black leather. That like, leather trench coat? Oh my yeah. god, dude. <laughs> like, come on. Are you kidding me? How can any how can any middle-aged, bored white man resist the temptations of a smoky-eyed Glen Close with perm? Come on. Yes. The well, scene when they're he, out in the rain, yeah. she has that white coat with the gold jewelry. I was just like, oh, she's so like like she's fly as fuck, but like cool. But, like, also, like, it's very, like, high fashion. Like, I, I cannot approach this person. Like, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But also, he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have done it. But, um, yeah, so he meets – he meets Alex at this party. They kind of have a very brief flirtation at the bar. Um, and it isn't until his wife and daughter go out of town for the weekend and he goes to a meeting – concerning this uh this book that's coming out he's a you know he's a lawyer for the publishing company that he sees alex again who is a rep for this writer yeah 
that was Fuck. cute. Uh, what did you like the cute? <laughs> They're just, just cute little a pregnant moments. Pregnant pause. That was just like. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, because they're just like in this meeting, he's eating his bagel with just literally was just like the half of bagel you get when you go to a continental breakfast and then put an entire like jar of cream cheese on it. So he did dip the bagel. He must have done that. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that's I don't know why I I really like uh, zeroed in on that. But I was like, that's a weird way to eat a bagel. Yeah. Well, he can't have it all. Yeah, he can't be. He can't be perfect. That would have been the deal breaker for me in that meeting. It's like you just dip your fucking bagel. I literally <laughs> just watched juice. this, and I don't. So, what was the impetus to get them to go to lunch or dinner? They're just like, you want to. They just go out because it's raining after the meeting, and like he's trying to catch a cab. There's a lot of weird Asian jokes in this because like the, the umbrella's broken, and he's like, and she's like, oh, is it made in Taiwan? And they start laughing, and I'm like, right. Is and that... they kept like bowing to each other because it was like a Japanese self help book at that yeah. party. It was like a lot of weird, like, oh, Asians, right? Like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Another thing that I've noticed though in these movies, because I've like been watching so many of them back to back, is like, I guess the 80s was a real peak time for like white people appropriating Asian culture for like um, decor oh. and stuff and like, like okay. experimenting with sake or whatever. Um, so there's like, it's weird, like, all of these movies have some weird moment where they're like have some Asian party or something or like, I don't know. It's weird, but I guess that was just a part of like eighties yuppie culture. I guess. Like, I think like in the eighties, like white people, like white yuppies just discovered that Asians exist. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Cause the way they're acting about the Asian stuff was just like, it, it stood out to me cause it happens more than once. And it's just kind of like a, yeah, like mm-hmm. people bow. Dan's family Japan. law friend comes in. He's like, Dan, have you heard of these new things from China called fireworks? <laughs> that- <laughs> they got gunpowder. It's like, <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> gunpowder? Gunpowder. Oh, interesting. That's so exotic. That's so exotic. Yeah, it's yeah. very exotic. Okay, now I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to watch some more. Um, erotic thrillers that I'm gonna keep because then also Mutter- Madame Butterfly. Yeah, there's a lot of like, Asian oh, yeah. stuff that pops up, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. like, in- okay, interesting. Yeah, if they're guys. wealthy, there's always a, a moment, which is like why I think it's so funny that in American Psycho they did have like they made fun of that because I was like, oh, I guess that's like legitimately was an '80s thing. Like they discovered Asian culture and thought it was really chic, and they're like, I want it. Wow. Huh. Damn. Okay. Okay. I'll think about that on my own time because now I'm trying to like, (laughs) you're right, actually. Yeah, because there's a whole bit in like the breakfast club with the sushi again. Like she has sushi. Because she's she's the rich girl. Yeah. What? It's a thing. I swear it's a thing. This is like re-blowing her mind. Troy just brings it up and you're just like, oh, that's true. Damn. You're right. Because I'm lifeless and my my life is inside a box. That's why it happens. (laughs) Wow. They they invented Asian people in the eighties, apparently. <laughs> according to this, according to this movie, um. So yeah, so they go out to lunch after the meeting, and you know they're like they're they're really laying it on thick. Thus begun beginning this affair. They go back. <laughs> this fucking sex scene. I love movie sex scenes. Always just kill me because they go back to Alex's apartment, which is also just a gorgeous apartment, and um, 
<laughs> they're like fucking on the sink and she like, puts the water on it and she like <laughs> then- face yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was and, like, nice puts it on her boob and like i'm like what does this Dude. mean Nothing. The best part of that sex scene was him like trying to be like, "I'm a man and I'm carrying you to the bed, right. but I'm gonna struggle to kick my pants off so I don't trip because I'm safety conscious." <laughs> well, my first thought was like, "Is he still inside of her? If so, you're gonna snap your dick in half walking with like this is dangerous." Like I got worried. I was like, "That's not. It don't bend that way. I don't think you should do that, <laughs> sir." Their chemistry was just like literally out of this world like it's like yeah they obviously either wanted to have sex in real life or they did because holy fuck it's just so intense but yeah it's just so, it's just such like a the sex scene was just so 80s erotic thriller with the water yes and like the way it was filmed and like her being like it's like are you coming what's happening what is happening <laughs> but it's true it's like it's again like this this era like the way sex is it's very choreographed Mm -hmm. in like a very interesting way again totally totally unrealistic Mm -hmm. but it works it works it's it's creating the fantasy of what people wish sex would be because it's like i've never wished sex was just someone slapping water in my face Well, I will say this movie definitely, or movies like this definitely warped my idea of what sex was going to be. Because I think I, I definitely didn't think I was going to get water like, <laughs> like, like beat across your face, like like watch my hair, like <laughs> but like my shit just got laid, like stop it. But like, um, I definitely thought like oh like people enter rooms like after a night out and they're making out but they're just like walking backwards and like just like mm-hmm, you know, up mm-hmm. against the wall and like you're trying to find your way to the bed but you're like tripping over stuff and you're laughing i thought that was real yes i yes. thought it was legit and like yeah, yeah. like when, that's normal or taking your clothes off as you're going to the room like or taking my out. shirt off with my arms crossed i used to do that i used to think that's how you did <laughs> sexy but you cross your arms and then go like that <laughs> you're like if someone's laughing during sex in real life you're like ooh, this isn't going well yeah why are you belly laughing right now <laughs> like, that's that's a knee slap oh god yeah yeah i thought you just go and get some honey from the kitchen and you know Dude, go for it and they don't I like really, it apparently i really liked the move out because you know like they were d- done and they're both panting which i thought was very realistic because i'm out of shape and um <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm sorry, but and then she's just like, how, "How energized do you feel?" And I was like, "What's gonna happen?" And then they go to a fucking Roomba club. <laughs> I'm like, "These they're so first sushi now fucking Afro Cuban music." They're exploring yeah. everything New York City has to offer. <laughs> <laughs> This is the only time we see black people in this movie, too, is when they go to the nightclub. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to put this into words, but I'm going to try. I just like the way movies like this, and I don't think they do this anymore. It's a very 80s thing and very, like, of this kind of genre. The way that they film mm-hmm. stuff is, like, like everything isn't so, like, scene, 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 scene. Like, it's, it's everything is so... Um, it's like drawn out like that sex scene was drawn out and there were all these weird details thrown in that were sort of unnecessary but they just added to the whole gig you know like the water and him mm-hmm. carrying her and then moving around and him, him not being able to get his pants off and her thinking it's funny like that and 
none of that stuff I feel like would have happened in like a a sex scene in 2021 but like and like you said it isn't realistic but it just adds mm-hmm. like this weird thing to the story I I see what you mean like I I feel like movies from the 80s are very like they're in a weird place where they're very heightened but then they're also very mundane so there right. are a lot of moments they're just like they're just like regular things but then they it's weird it, it kind of yeah i don't know i don't know what you call that because i'm not like a like a real film person it's like real it's like real life but like uncanny valley like nobody actually does that but like it looks mundane enough that it seems real but it's like not like even the way that they talk that's is that like their grounding technique (laughs) is like it's so over the top but like if if it's mundane that makes it seem realistic i feel like that has to be it because they do it so often and it's like they're doing really basic shit, but it's just so heightened. Is it like would you cons- would you count that as camp? Because in a way, it's like almost like a reflection of real life, but in like yeah, like this is sex, quote unquote, right. with like air quotes. Yeah. Like it's sex that's happening. Yeah. It's eating. Yes. It's the, you know, like it's it's like you're doing the thing that's mundane, but it's in such a way that's like. So not real, but you still it still feels real because it is a real thing that happens, but it's like not not like that. Totally. Like, no, I I think yeah, you're right. You're right. It's odd, and it's all very it's like odd. um like reactionary. Like everything about their relationship is just them like reacting on like what each other's doing. Like it's just like them. It's like real actory. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very actory. Yeah. This movie. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, because I, th- I think especially when they have like the really tense like fighting moments, um, because like okay, so they so they go to like the rum- the the rumba club or whatever, they have sex in an elevator again. It's it's so heightened, he- heightened like no one does. <laughs> like, you ever have- it's <laughs> open like well, she, yeah, it's a freight ele- elevator, freight elevator like right? anyone could just. She's like, like, have you ever had sex in an elevator? And I wanted he says no, but I wanted him to be like, oh, you know, no, because I'm a I'm a person. Not a porn yeah, star. Yeah, like I'm not like <laughs> I'm not Tommy Lee <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Ever fucking oh, a man. boat? Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> they so like you know the elevator sex scene happens, um, but the weekend is starting to come to a close, and he um, he leaves twice because once he leaves. And then they hang out again, like, she gets him to come out, and they go to, like, the park and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when there's that weird scene where she, like, he plays dead or, like, he fell down, and she gets upset and says that her dad died. And then she's like, no, just kidding. And it's like... Do you also... Huh, do you, like, that's okay. the first... Because, you know, like, the horror movie cue of, like, ominous mm-hmm. music. And we yeah. get that. And I'm like, this this is the ominous music? Yeah, I was, I like, was, <laughs> like, I was like, I would do that. Like, I've definitely yeah. like, have said something like that and be like, oh, my, actually, my dad died from a heart attack. And then be like, gotcha. Like, I would, because <laughs> yeah. I'm weird. Like, I don't think it's, like, necessarily, like, oh, she's crazy. It's like, oh, I just, like, mm, It was a low bar for what was considered mentally unstable back totally. in the 80s. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just what boomers thought. It was like, <gasps> boomers, she, she made a, a woman made a joke? She's insane. <laughs> she needs a shrink. Well, she also... <laughs> well, <laughs> she also has a career, which is one of the cr- mm. the critiques of this movie is that like the one movie we the only one woman we see in this movie who has like a job mm. is the crazy bitch. But cause I the wife does she work? I don't, I don't think, think so. she works. 
Yeah, she just be hanging out. Which I'm like, girl, that baby is too old for you to be hanging out at home. That little Ellen is like ten. She's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, what are you doing at home so much? Like, go get a job. Um, so <laughs> that happens, and um, they they hook up again, but then finally Dan is like, okay, like I need to go, like. It's been fun, but you know, we knew we both knew what it was. It was just a fling. And this is when similar to what you're saying, Troy, it's very reactory. So like when an actory where they're like reactionary and actory where they're having this fight and she like I hate I hate this line. And she's like, I'd respect you more if you just told me to fuck off. And he like goes quiet and he's like, Fuck off. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. God. Like, oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing nothing says tough like you telling me to do something and i acquiesce <laughs> <laughs> i'm my own man fuck, fuck off <laughs> whisper yeah off, what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> as he's like violently buttoning his shirt like in fear <laughs> yeah but um when dan decides okay like i'm i'm leaving uh the entire tone changes because then alex this is actually a good re- this is a good mm-hmm. reveal because then she's like no like let's be friends and she's just kissing him and, like rubbing his face but there's blood mm-hmm. on his face and it's revealed that she has slitterists and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah like this the scenes like this where <laughs> really like where something intense like this actually not even just the intense scenes I think the entire movie it feels like they weren't given a whole lot of direction as far as like what to do with your body and it's like it's all very like natural reactions that are like insane but like they're just like mm-hmm. acting. They're just like acting. Like it's just so I, I keep saying that, but it's such like an an actory kind of movie. Like even him, like like her walking towards him and being like, you know what I mean? It's just so like Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. when she kick when she uh, hits him man. when he's trying to leave and she's like <laughs> and she like throws her body against the wall. It's so dramatic, but I love it. Okay, that is my that is my favorite, <laughs> like 80s woman actor movie which like you hit a man but like with like the like the softness of your, of your fucking yeah yeah, yeah yeah and you're just like crazy yes and, and your like, hair goes with every time you swing your hands i yeah. i've never it's not done about that. the force it's about how much totally you can create <laughs> i've never done that but i've always wanted to just like do that. you should just do that one day no, like, nothing well, it's, it's just it's so silly because you do the thing, the whipping, and he like grabs you by the wrist and like, yeah. and you're like, oh, God damn it, and, it's, and it's always, it's always that like they grab you by the wrist and then give you like one really mm-hmm. angry jerk and, and then hold shakes. you still, yes. and then it's just like because what in the, the eighties, one angry jerk wasn't abuse or whatever, right? Like one just good <laughs> stop it is like, and then beyond that is abusive in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> What, that's also a nice way to. It's like you just give them one. Yeah, good, one good, stop God it! Damn, God damn it, Alex! <laughs> I mean, you, and then he, I, I don't know what I would do if I was in Dan's situation and Michael Dan Douglas's situation. I, I, I think he handled that aspect well. Like he, he tried yeah. to help. And he I mean, he always with gave. Her. He administered I mean, like, could first you, aid. Could you, yeah, could you imagine if he fucking left? Because I mean, like. I mean, like, because she presumably would have killed herself completely. So, I mean, this does not absolve him, but good on him for staying yeah. there. And he tried to be stern. I mean, I mean, like, yeah. a, you know, not like the shaky thing, but like, he tried to be like verbally stern. Like, I, I do not want to be with you. Like, I'm going to help you through this. And then I do want to 
be done. Like he, you know, he did verbalize like, let's be done now. Okay, bye. I want to be done. It was also kind of, <laughs> did you also, I kind of got like, like paternal notes, you know? Cause he was just mm-hmm. like holding her and like stroking your hair. And it's just like, yeah, it's going to totally. be okay. And I'm like, I'm like, that's, that's the least you could be doing in this situation, yeah. Dan. Get I mean, yeah, like, what else could you really do? Yeah. It's like, this is clearly someone who is not stable because either she actually intends to to harm herself or she's doing it to manipulate you to say either way, this is not normal behavior. This is not okay. Right. So it's like, uh, the, I think the best course of action is just like maybe just being gentle with her now and hope that she just leaves you alone. But that's not what happens. Because <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you know, he goes back to his life, basically, or he tries to go back to his life, but, you know, thinking that the thing is over, but she starts calling, you know, starts like, you know, showing up to his office, inviting him out, and, you know, he's like, no. That was a then- nice little subtle kind of misdirect, because, you know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, like, shit's going to hit the fan, but she comes and is like, I just want to mm-hmm. apologize. And you're like, oh, that was... yeah." way more rational than we were led to believe you would act and she's like i got tickets to this opera that you mentioned like if you i would appreciate if you want to go like no strings attached and he's like no i really don't think so and she's like i completely See, i think that that's why she's so yeah like her character is so much more complex than i think people give her credit for like she's always just been like the crazy bitch but Mm -hmm. like like you said, like whether she is doing that stuff manipulatively or if she means it, like that's sort of the fun of the movie is like trying to figure it out, you know? And like, it could have been played just like super lifetimey where the whole time she's just neurotic and crazy and obsessive and has nothing else going on. But like, you know, she, there's like ebbs and flows to her relationship with him. You know, it's not all just like one note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, even just to, like, go back when they had that fight, the really dramatic fight before she cut herself, and, um, you know, when he's like, oh, you knew what this was going to be, da-da-da, and she said, you thought you'd have a good time, you never stopped for a second to think about me, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, I feel like a lot of women watching this movie can relate of, like, that weird situationship thing where... Yeah, you're saying this is not going to be this drawn out thing, but you're also not showing that right. it isn't more than that. Again, not to, you know, I, I I say that she is the hero in this movie and Jess, obviously her behavior is is not okay. But it's like, there are layers to it. It's not just, oh, she's crazy. It's also like, I don't know, men sometimes do some fuck shit like this. And then, you know maybe you have to suffer the consequences maybe not to this extent because she does go way too far but no yeah for sure like she she's right in saying like you thought that you would be able to meet me and have some weird you know like moment that isn't your life and come into mine and like Mm -hmm. we would have sex and then when you're done being bad then you'll just like be done with me and go back like it's inappropriate yeah it's it's super inappropriate, and you guys work right. together too. So it's like, mm, bro, this that was this is, that, if, that was if not, not a for smart the cheating. Decision. It's like you're dumb. Like why would you yeah. even if you're if you're gonna have an affair, maybe not the person that you have totally. to then see in various professional places and talk about. Oh, I don't want to see you again. And it's like, you not just not together. just the same city, like <laughs> right. the, the same building. I will yeah. see you frequently. <laughs> Didn't even yeah. go to Jersey. It's like, let's <laughs> yeah. keep it in Manhattan. Let's keep it on the same street. 
go to fucking Jersey for you with your <laughs> go to Staten Island if you're gonna have your fucking affairs. Don't stay in Manhattan, dummy. Uh, yeah. So, um, where are we? Okay, well, she keeps calling the office and stuff, yeah. and and it's it's he's ignoring her until um she she calls him finally and they talk and he's like you have to you know meet me at this place and when they do meet she reveals that she's pregnant and see this scene and this is where he he loses points with me because she has she gets she says she's pregnant and he immediately assumes like okay abortion i'm like yeah okay like sir like let's talk about it like he's like it's fine you don't have to go through it alone i'll pay for it i'm like she's like i'm 36 this might be my last time to have a baby do we ever find out if she actually was pregnant no we don't no we don't i think that you're supposed to and this is how i've always interpreted it i think that you're so and i think that it's just because it's the 80s and like at the end of the day it's like she's just crazy i think you're supposed to interpret all of her stuff as bullshit like like she wasn't really gonna kill herself it's all just anything she can do to like draw him back to her she'll do it you know and she's a master manipulator like we find out later every time she's you know is like Dan's like, I'll do this, or anything that alludes to him being like, I will expose you because that would put him in the fucking doghouse. She's like, You wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I know you won't. Yeah. So, because like that was a very like ballsy move up front. It's like, I'm pregnant. Here's my gyno's number. Right. Call him. And, he, and she knew he wouldn't call. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not going to call. Yeah. 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 Also, you can't just like call someone else's doctor. Right. Be like, Be like, Hey, is Alice <laughs> pregnant with my baby? Or. I'm like, hey, I know there's a thing called HIPAA, but tell me, is she pregnant? Like, <laughs> or is she just a crazy bitch? You might lose your license, or she's just crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> tell me everything. What's the hot gossip? <laughs> 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 but he's like, yeah, I want. He wants nothing to do with her. Uh, you know, he's not interested. She's like, I was hoping you'd be interested in maybe being a part of this. He's like, nah, bitch. Dips out and uh changes his phone number and everything but then this part was bold when she fucking showed up at the apartment because they're they're moving they're moving to a new house out in the country and this was this was (laughs) scarily slick yeah you know like because you're like fucking with him is like oh this is this is alex she's looking for an you know like to buy a place and you know he's obviously trying to keep it together and it's like nice to meet you have we met before i'm like oh shit like the way she plays it it forces him it forces him to be uncomfortable not her at all you know yeah yeah i think we could all learn something from alex oh i've learned many things Yeah, this this ap- this apartment showing scene is the apart is the scene that I used to act out the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I only make love with a a, a a a sink full of dirty dishes and water running really hard. You have to really crazy amount of water pressure in this apartment. Yeah, you really have to set the scene when you do that. You know, <laughs> otherwise, what's the point? Um, oh, also, it's because re- then because uh, she's pretending like, oh yeah, I want to like you know get the take the, uh, buy the apartment, and you can tell he's like trying to 
he doesn't want Beth to spill the beans. But Beth is like, "Yeah, we're moving to Bedford." Just tells everything. About oh yeah, it. It's like yeah, we're we're living at two four two four Arbor Drive. Right. Yes, this is my. Son. These are these are social security numbers. And, but but then she does get. It's like, oh well, take our phone number. And then she looks over oh at Dan when she gets the number, <laughs> and I'm like, that was so good. That was. Slick. It's 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 masterful. It's just like damn girl. Can I also just Good. say too that's, that's while we're here, bold. the wife mm-hmm. is beautiful. Like she's so gorgeous. Yes, gorgeous. She is. Oh my god. I like always had a straight crush on her when I was little. Yeah. Is that the real reason why you're watching this <laughs> often? Like, well then you have, then I find out <laughs> I just like wanted to be Alex. I was like, oh I just like want to be Alex is why I keep watching this movie. <laughs> Yeah, she's, you know, I, I do, I wish we had gotten more of the wife mm-hmm. because it is like, she, I mean, she plays into the story, but not really until like the end when like, you know, the climax happens. And of course, like the whole thing with Ellen going, disappearing and everything. And when she becomes aware of the affair mm-hmm. and are there that many? So, so Fatal Attraction kind of, it's not the first movie to kind of do like the, oh no, like an affair that goes wrong, mm-hmm. but it definitely kicked off that, that trend of, you know, person has affair or person gets involved with a per- another person who is secretly crazy and they come after you or your family. Right. It happens with fear with Reese Witherspoon and, uh, Mark Wahlberg. It happens later with like Beyonce and obsession. Totally. And, and I don't, are there, I guess, obsession? Are there very many where it is from the point of view of the wife as this is happening? Like where the person that their partner is cheating on them with goes crazy, is coming after them, but it's from the point of view of the wife and it's not the husband. There aren't many that I can think of, honestly. And if you think about it, like the even more weird thing about this movie in particular is like, it's only recently, like I I was watching Glenn Close talk about this movie during its anniversary a couple years ago. And she was saying like, it's Mm -hmm. only in like the past like 10 years that people even see this through her perspective. Like it's always been that he was the hero and she's the villain and she's just crazy. Like it's really, really, really a recent thing to even observe this movie and think about how she felt in it. Like that was never a thing ever really. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they really explored the wife's perspective at all in a lot of those movies. Yeah, yeah, I just think it'd be interest a lot more interesting too because it because it, then it paints the story as less of oh the you know husband hero than the the woman is the villain mm-hmm. more of just like a the one actual hero which is the wife the poor wife because, who doesn't yeah, know what's she's happening. She's in this it's situation like, against yeah, her knowledge and her will. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the person who's just, like, trying to get by and, like, live, create a nice home and then her husband's doing this shit and then, like, her family's in danger because of his bullshit. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, she ends this movie More with that, two please. black eyes. Let's stop. You know what I mean? Like, she, it's like <laughs> yeah. a yeah. little, in, you know, input on her thoughts would have been cool. <laughs> she almost died or whatever. Yeah. I'd like to know, like, what she was going through. Like, yeah, like, what she was going through besides just, like. Oh, ouchie, a car accident. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, oh, ouchie. Yeah, that was the that was the extent of her dialogue, more or less. She said, ow. <laughs> she like, it was written as oh, ouchie in the script. And she disinterpreted it. She, she ad-libbed yeah, ow. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I can't, I can't do this bullshit dialogue. She's like, I'm changing this bullshit. Um, <laughs> 
So, um, oh yeah. So then Dan goes to Alex's apartment to confront her after she pulled this bullshit and they fight and she's, that's when she's wearing that white dress, uh, which is mm, also iconic. just iconic, that like ballerina, like yeah. scoop neck white dress. <laughs> yeah, such an 80s silhouette, like the weirdest hip placement yes. ever of a dress I've yeah. ever seen. Because <laughs> it's almost like a drop waist, but not really, like, it's not that low right. but it's it's not flattering no, not at all but her nipples are hard and it's she's, wet, so it's all as well yeah, yeah. it did what it did yeah, she did what she needed to do it, in her credit she was home alone she wasn't trying to True. impress anybody with an outfit that True. looked good her yeah. nipple her nipple visibility was all for her right. yeah. <laughs> But you do get one of the most iconic scenes where she tells him that she will not be ignored. And I'm like, yes. The word flexion of like, I will not be ignored. Right, yeah, I will be ignored. I will not be ignored. Like, yeah. what? See, that's the shit I'm talking about. It's just like acting, 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 acting. Like, it's like acting, like intensely. It's just so good. Yeah, the inflection on that. You're right. People don't act like that anymore. No. It's like I guess I guess now we're we're far enough from the eighties that we're almost looking at them the same way we look at like older movies. Because like when you look at movies from like the forties, it's very like no oh, one acts totally. in movies point. like that anymore. Yeah, and now it's that it kind of is replaying of like yeah, no one acts like that's like a weird the inflections of things. Like it's just very strange, but I love it. It's almost it's like chewing the scenery. Theater. It's like theater almost, but just like yeah, in a movie, it's way more. Like Broadway baby than anything. Yeah, I think we need to bring that back. I hate that now we're we've gone like full like mumblecore like I everything know. has to be super natural. No, I want I want you to act like I want you to fucking like <laughs> I do wanna, the most. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that you have an MFA when you get you know you do whatever the fuck you're doing. Yes, the yeah. rent is due today. I need you to give it to me. I need to go full on like bring it home, Alex. Uh, Bring it home. I need like Stanley Kubrick level of direction. You're gonna do the scene a hundred right. times. You're gonna be bleeding. You yes. won't get it. Tom Cruise. Like, Tom Cruise turning a doorknob over three thousand times. Okay. Yes. <sighs> Let's bring I it want. back. Let's just start our own acting academy. I think yeah. we already have. Yeah, yeah this I think is it's it. happening this right is now. It. If, I mean, if, I can already tell you that if I ever become a, a, a movie director, I'm going to be one of the shitty ones who just, like, abuses the director. <laughs> like, but you, but you got the Oscar, didn't you? And it's like, yeah. It's like, you really do about have your to time get hit in this scene. You have to be hit for it to be real. Tell us about your work with Sonique Smythe. Oh, she was a hard ass. Oh, like, she just, like, wore you down to the ground. It's like, no, she just, like, would beat the shit out of us yeah. personally. <laughs> And then say, go act. She didn't, like, nothing was hazardous besides her literally punching us. The thing is, it was literally a PG-friendly family film. I don't know. She really, it was a, like, it was a CGI computer animated movie, and she just insisted on beating us. She kept grabbing us by our shoulders and saying, damn you, and shaking us one really hard time. One, oh, she gave her the, the good old safety shake? Yeah. Damn you. <laughs> And then we just kept hitting her with the palms of our hands and our wrists. She just wouldn't let Bastard. up. Yeah, I just grab like a glass of water to splash in your face. Yeah. Get a grip. <laughs> Action. 
Uh, I'd be a fucking monster. Um, so they, okay, so Dan and his family moved to Bedford. And they think, you know, things, they moved to the suburbs, you know. It's a nice little, uh, I guess, symbolism, like leaving the city. Like, oh, a quiet suburb. No, it's, no one can hear you scream. That house is too big. That The, the real problem in this movie is the house is too big. Because later on when shit goes down, no one can hear anyone. And I'm like, this house is gigantic for three people and a dog. And also, like, no one, no one was there. Like, Ellen was sleeping. We'll, like, get into it. You know, like, she's in the bathtub, and no one heard someone sneaking into your house. Right. And, like, that, that place is old and a fixer-upper. Floorboards are squeaky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Especially the oh, stairs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. But he, he's, he's like, oh, I'm just filling up this tea kettle. It's so loud. <laughs> Yeah. Also, that dog is useless because if someone coming to my house and Hendrix, Hendrix barks if someone's coming into the goddamn building. We're on the third floor. The dog like, at that this point dog says, is fuck you. Get him. Fuck you. Get him. Like, like, I hope. She's like, he's right. She's yeah. Right. She's vulnerable. That dog's like, tummy was upset from all the spaghetti. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he could hardly move. <laughs> he couldn't even do anything. He couldn't protect his family. They move out to Bedford and... um she so she she's like stalking him and like she's watching the family and she ends up like uh vandalizing his car and you know she's watching the family but she ends up like vomiting because she's like oh they're so happy and i'm like or she's pregnant or she we don't know morning sickness at night unlikely i'm just kidding uh but (laughs) they just call it that you can can throw up anytime no 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 it's only between nine and (laughs) anywho I'm a man. I know this. Yes, truly. Um, (laughs) Yep. But do you like how um, she's following him to Bedford to see where they live? And she had given his uh, his secretary a tape and that fucker listened to it the whole way. He couldn't stop. It was it was light outside. It was dark when he got home and he he was was still listening to that tape. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like I can't. It's so awful, but I'm terrified and I can't turn it off. Like, and I it's also like hard, don't... it's like hardcore history. It's like four hours per episode. Yeah, like... <laughs> when and he's like, ends. and it's like a country road. It looks like they kind of live on. I'm like, like mm-hmm. maybe it's just me, but I'm very aware if a car is behind me for a stretch of time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because you're black. So, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, like, I'm like, why is this person has been following me for a long time? And it's like a woman driving like this, like like maniacally with crazy blacked out eyes. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, oh well, that's not concerning. I'm a lawyer. I I gotta get home. Beth made me sushi. (laughs) But no, that's a good point though. That he he literally, I mean, whatever that means, like he couldn't put it down. Like, even in him being, like, it's almost like she was so, like, she was so scary to him and, like, his life and, like, what she could do. It was just so, like, it was still, like, enticing to him. He literally couldn't stop listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, reading YouTube comments. Just, like, he knows, he's, like, a young YouTuber. He knows he shouldn't read them, but it's just, it's so easy. And it's just, like, you fucking cocksucking motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you really are a bastard, aren't you? You're a bastard. Fuck you. (laughs) And then, yeah, and and then true to form, he's like back in in the house, and he's like, I gotta listen to this. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's like tape no side two like literally listening. yeah yeah yeah, and his wife sneaks up behind him and scares him, which... <laughs> so good. That was a nice moment. moment. He's like, oh, babe, <laughs> you scared me. I was just listening to law stuff. I would just love if, like, it's, the volume was too high, like, too high, so you could actually hear it through the <laughs> headphones. It's just, like, muffled, like... She's <laughs> like, what are you listening to? Why was that person calling you a, a cocksucker? Uh, he was like, uh, no, it's the new P- Peter Gabriel yeah. album. Like, She's <laughs> like, you don't even like girls, do you? <laughs> that was that was the one moment that showed she was like finally reaching her wits end she's like oh fuck what can i say to assault this guy you 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 don't like girls to it and then uh it keeps escalating and so this is when she goes to the police or he goes to the police he goes yeah yeah he goes to the police and he's like yeah like we can't because of course cops can never do anything (laughs) my client (laughs) needs a restraining order against somebody (laughs) he's like we don't have probable probable cause He's got to own up to his adultery and he's like fuck damn it i don't know why (laughs) did i mention he should he should have been like (laughs) Did I mention that this person's black? Oh, yeah, oh, we'll get yeah. that restraining order in a minute. <laughs> Seriously, sorry, they, sir. They just they just go to like a pile of like restraining orders for blacks, and it's just like it's just already written <laughs> yeah. up. They just like they just fill it in real quick. Like, oh, you're good. He's like, dot- Violet Doris. <laughs> the please, dot the eyes. We'll send it up. <laughs> <laughs> he just go there like, yeah, we need someone to be arrested. She's black. Yeah, oh, got it. No. <laughs> Are you sure she's not already arrested? Yeah, I think she's here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh oh okay, yeah we forgot to mention ellen's got a pet rabbit doesn't i mean she's not for long but she gets a pet rabbit so <laughs> exciting for her um while the the family's not home though um alex sneaks into the house and when they get home this scene is pretty great because uh, yeah. it's like uh ellen running she's because she's you know you're a little kid you're so excited you got if you got a new pet you just want to like run to it every day when you're coming home it's the first thing you want to do she's running to her <laughs> rabbit outside and then, like uh beth comes in and she can hear the stove running and there's like a pot of water on the fire it's boiling and she's kind of like clipping back and forth until we get like ellen screaming about a rabbit and she opens it and there's a fucking dead rabbit Dude, in so... the boiling water Ugh. and i gotta say it, so good. it was it it took rabbit stew to make dan <laughs> go maybe i should come clean things we are escalating <laughs> Yeah. Things have gone too far. Yeah. When the rabbits are boiling, you know things are going wrong. Totally. I've always loved the way that this movie was shot. Like, I just think it has so many cool scenes that look like they could be photographs. And like, when they do that thing, I think they, you mentioned that that they did it at the park, where they put the camera really low to the ground and they like zoom it. It's almost, it's almost like Evil Dead. Like they like zoom it really, really fast. Yeah. It's just cool. Mm. It's just like a mm-hmm. weird, cool thing. Like them like it following her feet while she was running was like so intense mm-hmm. yeah it is it's it is very um it's very it's it, the, the it's good use of the camera to really heighten mm-hmm. the tension like it's it's very intentional i, I love I, something I've, I've learned to love now as i've gotten older is the way that like 
I think it's fun watching movies throughout your life because you notice how differently you watch them. So when you're a kid, it's like, oh, it's just for the entertainment. And then I started to understand like dialogue mm-hmm. and the writing. And like, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to get like, oh, like camera angles and like right. why you do this or like what this means. And like, it like, is actually like purposeful and useful. Yeah. You got to touch <laughs> angle during the fight scene. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It looks like this now. <laughs> It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I can't wait for our acting academy where Sonique starts teaching camera <laughs> angles. It's like, so you hold your phone at an angle when you want people to be angry. <laughs> Unless it's, was that like uh, that uh, John Travolta movie where he's like an alien? Oh, yeah. It's like, his. it's a, a name, like Tommy or something. Ted? No, 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 no. Oh. It's the one where, like, if they're all, like, uh, it's, like, there's his silent Scientology movie, and they're all, like, uh, fuck. I don't remember it, but it's, like, a really bad movie, but the entire thing is filmed at, like, a Dutch angle, so it's, like, it means nothing. Right. Here. Everything <laughs> is like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, uh, Somebody just knocked the camera, and they didn't realize. <laughs> It was it was day five of shooting and no one realized the camera was off kilter. It just had to keep going. Like can't go back and do reshoots. Like (laughs) how much money that costs? Just kept doing it that way. Um, So yes, he's pushed to this to it to the point of like I have to admit. So he he tells Beth about the affair and she's she's like she takes it well at first. Like I will say, she's pretty calm totally until he's like. Also, she's pregnant, and that's that's the thing where she's Man, like, oh, fuck and, you. Oh, a good logical freakout point. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like she would have held it. Su- I mean, th- she did not overreact, mm-hmm. but no. I feel like she would have definitely been able to have a conversation had that also not have been thrown in. I mean, she yeah. could have still been like, I need you to go away for a little bit, but this was like, get the fuck out. Get out of my house. Well, yeah, because he tells her, and he's like, it was a one-time thing. It was over one weekend. It meant nothing. And I think a lot, you know... I adultery is complicated. I could see where you might be willing to forgive, but like now, if you, as far as you're concerned, there's a pregnancy, and, and she also says that she's this- gonna keep it. It's like okay, so now there's just this other child. Like it really complicates the entire family situation. <laughs> and in this plotline too, it's it's not just that. Is I I think this is something. If I was her, I'm pretty good at forgiving things, and I would try to be calm. But then I would slowly kind of get more upset the more I thought mm-hmm. about it. Because I'd be like, well, mm-hmm. she was on some fuck shit because she came to the house just to mess with us. Yeah. And then she killed our daughter's rabbit. Like, she stalked you here to do that. Mm. I'm terrified. And your fuck shit put our family in danger. Yeah. Yeah. And her scene was also a really That's good true. example of just, like, very melodramatic. But, like, I thought the acting was so good. Like, even when he first said it, she was, like, almost laughing at first. Like, she was, like, crying, but, like, she was mm-hmm. laughing. And then she went into, you literally, on like, just watching her face, saw her go through all of the different reactions. Like, she was shocked, and then she was angry, and she was, like, heartbroken. Like, you could see it. It was really dramatic, but it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really can't, I wish we had gotten a single of this movie, but it's just Beth, like, living her hot girl life. She divorces him after this. You know, that that marriage is not lasting. She divorces this man. She moves on. And she's just like, has a full like, she, uh, I mean, as I know how much she can glow up because she's already gorgeous. Right. gorgeous. But like, 
goes out and just starts like dating men, just having a whole like fucking hot girl summer. Right. Like, fuck my husband. And that's what it is. The movie, just, like, that's how all Stella the movie got her is. Groove back, basically. It's yeah, just her. There, there's, there's no like horror, like thriller no. plot or anything. It's just her having a good time. <laughs> fatal <Yeah>. attraction, <laughs> fatal attraction to Beth Hot Shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's like just her having like an eat, pray, love like moment, and I'm just like so happy for her. Like, oh god, she's in Tuscany. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning how to make pasta. Which can I just act? Speaking of, can I say something really so quickly romantic. before we move on? Sure. One of my favorite things about these movies, and you will never not notice it for the rest of your life. And I'm so happy to be here to tell you, is that they only eat one thing in these movies. They only eat pasta. They, they, when they're cooking dinner, they simmer marinara sauce and they dip a wooden spoon in it and they taste it and you can hear the sauce bubbling and there's always a bread basket and there's always a bottle of Merlot and they only ever eat pasta. I don't know what that's about. Even when he goes to her house and she's like, she's like, I'll make you spaghetti. It's like, of course they only eat pasta. (laughs) I don't know what that's about. So they can. In they are, this era in particular, and like these, yeah, in these like thrill, these like erotic thrillers, it's always like pasta sauce bubbling on the stove, like, and then they do this the spoon thing and taste it, and it's too hot every time. <laughs> it's what? it's so, so they can oh, because pasta sauce is like blood, and <laughs> pasta is pasta is lady in the tramp. It's like. <laughs> Just those are the loose associations. They're like, ooh, that makes that makes sense. Well, it's just so funny because pasta is not even like a sexy dish. Like I know. spaghetti, like is not what I think of of like ooh, like romantic. You don't want to get loaded meal. on carbs and meatballs and then go do it <laughs> on a on a sink. Yes, so much parm. I'm like, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't have that. Like, <laughs> that's such a bizarre. Thank you. Okay, Troy. I have to look into that now because I'm like, what? Like, why? There has to be yeah, a I need to go watch like nine you know, more movies, real. and I'm like, I'll, and I'll just message you and be like, pasta, <laughs> holy shit! No, it's all it's always pasta, and I I think that it's because it's like it's not really so much about the pasta as much as it is like Italian food. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> I know. <Sorry. laughs> In this movie, it like is about the pasta. Let's be honest; like they they don't talk about it, but it is. But like it's like Italian. It's Italian food. Like, it's an Italian dinner. You know what I mean? And there's just something, I, like, visceral, I think, about hearing the the marinara sauce bubbling and, like, equating it to, like, there's a meal being cooked. I don't know. Mm. Okay, a uh, podcast pitch. It's called It's All About <laughs> the Pasta. And it's just about pasta dinner scenes oh. and erotic thrillers. Where That's do it. I subscribe? Where's the Patreon? That's it. <laughs> so oh where did we leave off so she kills a rabbit finds out that she's he's pregnant um oh yes she kicks him out she's like get the fuck out and i'm like girl yes i agree um see she beth needed a black friend she had a black girlfriend like in this to come by and just like talk it would have been completely reversed her and her friend would have literally stalked alex found out where she lived like gotten some sort of mm-hmm. piece of like a mail <laughs> like, like, i have a light bill and i know where the fuck she is like let's go and figure this shit out listen if my little white friend called me with this thing, <laughs> i'm like bitch we got to pull up let's go let's go like <laughs> you pick me up i'm about to sleep at your house i come out to bed first i'm gonna get you you driving up to the back and district find this bitch yeah. <laughs> 
so, um, so he leaves and everything. And um, she, oh, she, oh, Beth calls her. Beth kind of got oh, the one well, that's just, yeah. in that moment, well, she calls her and she's like, you mess with my family. You mess with my family. I'll <laughs> fucking kill you. She didn't sound like that, but she should have. She should have. <laughs> that's, Sonique <laughs> did imagine it that way. And then she hung, she hung mess up too. mess with my family. I'll fucking kill you. Man, that would so good. That was a nice moment though, because the whole time, Alex is like, you don't have the balls mm-hmm. to tell her or to tell anybody. And then so, he's <laughs> like, well, why don't you ask Beth? And then, you know, good on Beth to even let that, like, mm-hmm. to play along with that. Mm-hmm. And that, because, you know, she, like, he was on the outs, and it's like, we have to do this. So then she knows, and maybe she'll just. It was so rewarding. It was yeah. so rewarding to, like, oh, for her to just be, like, stunned in silence. Like, there's nothing I can even say. And for whatever reason, Beth did sound, <laughs> I, she didn't sound like this the whole movie. And maybe in real life, she's, like like from the UK or something. But like in that moment, she did give very like transatlantic, like 1930s. She was like, please stay away from my family or I'll kill you. And then she hung the phone up really <laughs> I'd love if like that happened and he, Dan was like, it's a Where's great job. but from? Um, accent? I'll <laughs> kill you. This- Interesting choice. <laughs> Can we, we just need a ton of remakes of that scene or just like a couple minutes before. So we get her like just normal speaking voice. And it's like, Beth, sweetie, please tell her. It's like, if you come near my family, I'll fucking kill you. And you're just like, Whoa. you're like, Beth, what, what was that? It's me, Beth. You come near my family. I'll fucking kill you. It's like, why is she doing these accents? She's Beth, just practicing. Seriously. She's practicing bits. It's like, no, 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 let me do that again. Call back, Alex. Call back in like three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she'd be bored at home all day. I don't blame her. I'll have some fun with this too. Um, Ooh, this part. This is the part where if I was Beth, see, I was, again, I want the movie to be about Beth because the fucking scene when Ellen goes missing. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, this bitch got Dude. your kid. That's when you fall. Call the black. The black friend would have definitely pulled up. Like, oh, she got she got Ellen. Okay, this is word. Where it we going. Goes like, we about to get this. It's like goes a step further than like what most <laughs> erotic thrillers even go. Like they involved a kid. They don't really mm-hmm. usually do that. And like for you, the whole time to yeah. think, well, she killed the bunny. So like in your mind, if you've never seen this movie, you're thinking like she might kill this kid. Yeah, right? she's yeah. It's, like, it, it's like um. One of my favorites of this era is the hand that rocks the cradle. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And when she she puts the little girl's underwear and what's in the man's uh, uh, little bin thing. Yes. And it's like implied that he's like been like uh, molesting her. I was like, right. oh, this bitch took it to yes. the next level. Like, oh, this yes. is crazy. Like, oh, no, no, no. Totally. Oh. Don't trust blondes. I think these movies Dude. are telling us. Like, blonde women are dangerous. Her just taking Ellen to that park. Literally for a, a good afternoon of park rides and can and like candy is like in this context was the equivalent of like someone who like you no nah, like maybe you fucking pissed them off or something and instead of blowing up on you they're just like very calm and that disorients mm-hmm. you I'm like it's oh she, I'm like man she is she's terrifying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So de- it's so and then scary. Like, can, yeah, kiss me on the cheek. Can I get a little oh my kiss? God. I'm like, oh. oh and Ellen, ha- did your lawyer father not fucking teach you not to go hang out with strangers? Yeah, I feel like Ellen's too old to like 
she's not like a a big girl, big girl, but she's like she's not a baby. She's old enough to know like you don't know this woman. Like why? Also, the school right. who's just like, oh yeah, I think she yeah. left. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I think Ellen left. What do you mean she? You think she left? Well, I She's mean, a child. you know, like I feel like in '87 that was way different. I mean, now if you were to yeah. pick someone up, That's you need true. like you need 90 fucking forms signed in triplicate to make sure you're picking up the kid you should be. Yeah, and I don't, like, I don't think they were teaching stranger danger either in the '80s. I think that was like a '90s thing to be like. You think so? Yeah, mm. like I feel like mm. people were so trusting in the '80s, and people would just like. I mean, they. It was only like what ten years prior that people were hitchhiking. That's still. true. And it was, yeah. you know, Bedford. Nothing happens in Bedford. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She's we lived left a the city. Life. We left the city for that reason. It's Bedford. Right. Nothing happens out here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that accent was. I've been listening to Beth too long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. So she. So uh, Ellen had a nice ass afternoon. She was on the roller coaster. She was having a good ass time. And she comes home <laughs> like nothing happened. Like oh, let's go skip it. <laughs> Oh, great afternoon. But while it's happening, um, Beth ends up getting into a car accident because she's like frantically driving around, like, you know, trying to find Ellen and she's not paying attention and she rear ends this guy. Okay. When they're at the hospital, those are definitely Beth's uh, Beth's parents, right? Yeah. They knew. I loved it. They They knew. knew. I was like, dude, good on them, though, because, you know, they're just like, well, like the mom, the grandma. Because the kid, because Ellen was there, you know, it's like, you're not going to make a scene in front. And may I say, this kind of goes back to like, because like when he, Dan's like, I had an affair and they're fucking arguing and Ellen shows up and she's just there and then starts whimpering and like, she's starting to break down. They don't show her breaking down. Go Ellen. What a good child actor. (laughs) She is a good child actor. She She is. is so good. Like, even when I was younger, like where she does break down and she like. I don't know why this is a movie that like after I watched it so many times like when I be, when I was like a teenager I would watch it like with my mom like it was like one of our movies or whatever um mm-hmm. but anyways uh <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you know <laughs> kid stuff um but no like when she like grabs her like throat because she's crying so hard like she like clutch literally clutches her pearls I'm like are you kidding me <laughs> so good <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what happened to her because I'm looking at the Wikipedia and she, her name is not. She doesn't have a link. Ellen Hamilton. I don't. Yeah, I don't Lassen. think she ever acted again. She went out in a blaze bad. of glory. She did. She was like, I've, yeah. I've done what I need to do. I came she played it like Seinfeld. She's like, I'm gonna leave him while they still want you. <laughs> yeah, she's like bowed out gracefully. <laughs> yes, she contracted. <laughs> yeah. She got like some crazy like multi million dollar contract and then peace the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm good, thanks. Uh, uh, so yeah, the the but the parents, Beth's parents, definitely know. Oh, yeah. I love that they didn't do like a whole like conf- they didn't confront. He didn't because mm-hmm. we've never met them. It's just like tension. Like okay, they know. Everyone oh, yeah. knows you're a piece they of shit, a, and that you're they're the reason why. Eyes. Yeah, that she's in the fucking yeah. hospital right now. Yeah. Um. So he, after this happens, when Dan decides to go back to Alex's apartment because now she's gone even farther than we thought she could go. <laughs> okay kicks that fucking door in. oh my god <laughs> like okay that Lord. was like, hot like i'm sorry like, Michael okay Douglas so, so i know i know it's a problem i know it's a problem like he's bad guy 
but like my my nipples were. Oh my god! The way he kicked out, the way he killed on the door, I was just like, I was like, ah, oh my god, no! I was I was so jealous of Alex. Like, oh god, yeah. That would have been me. I would have been like, oh my god, no! Like, ah, don't don't. You're gonna catch me. Sonique's just prancing around. Like, oh god, I hope I don't go to the bedroom. Oh no! I hope I hope you don't choke me. Uh-huh. Like I hope I'm not in a nightgown right now. <laughs> oh no! My sex sink is dripping. Yeah. Oh, oh my hand splash, in the water! Splash! Uh-huh. Splash! Splash! Oh my t-shirt was all that was um, that was super aggressive. Not our jokes yeah. just now. Like him right. <laughs> fucking strangling oh my her. God. Yeah, dude. I was like, he's gonna kill this woman. I mean, he and he doesn't. But came very close. Glenn Close must have said, like, her. just go for it. Do it until you see my yeah, eyes Yeah, it has out. been real. Yeah. Like, maybe she had, like, a, no, no, she could, like, poke him in the side <laughs> yeah. or something. <laughs> she just hits him with his palm yeah. too much, and he just knows. <laughs> he just knows. Um, but so he, he leaves. He doesn't do it. And she gets the, the kitchen knife just to stab him, but he, like, manages to wrestle it out of her hands. And she just like is just there, just stays there, and it's like, oh no, she's not done, she's not mm-hmm. done. Um, and the police, oh yeah, so the police have started to search for her at this point. Um, but you know, Beth gets released in the hospital, and she forgives Dan, and I'm like, mm, sorry. Do you see my you face? Know, they they no. try that shit, man. They try <laughs> that. that. They have a young daughter, you know. They're, I mean, like, it maybe lasted <laughs> five years. Ellen made it to ten, and then they're like, yo. Ellen's old enough to be fine in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> God, are you planning to have children? Like, yeah, like one day, she'll be okay. Let's figure it out. Yo, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, my older, si- my older siblings are older than me by like 12 and 13 years, I think. Like that approximately. And then, so they, they, my mom and their dad broke up when, like, they were around that age, right? Mm-hmm. And then, or like ten. And then, my mom divorced my dad when I was nineteen, and she was like, and I was like, oh man, this fucking sucks. I was like, what right. the hell? And she's like, and she goes, hmm, you're older than your siblings. I thought you would have taken it better as a nineteen-year-old. I'm like, get the fuck out no, of like, here. Yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. <laughs> No, I'm just more logically angry. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, boy, you grown. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> See, I wish they would have just done it when I was Ellen's age at ten. <laughs> just rip the band-aid off. <laughs> um, but any- I digress. We don't need to go into my shit. <laughs> they stayed together. <laughs> I mean, they're also wealthy. Like they they can put money into therapy for Ellen. She'll be fine. well. It also just plays into yeah. the whole like. Like you're, supp- I think you're supposed to want him to get out of it, and like you're supposed to want him to, you know, like get his family back. Like you're supposed to like root for him, which is crazy. Yeah, it's like no man, like you're. Again, does this? I feel bad for your family. I don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for these people who have to be go through this bullshit because you couldn't keep it in your pants. You know what's even more fucked up too is like it would be <laughs> one thing if, if his his home i'm not that it would be like better but like the movie doesn't even present his home life to be in any way terrible like he has a beautiful wife no. obsessed with him oh like yeah. they have a great family even, good life they're wealthy 
they seem to be really in love with each other and like passionate about each other still. At the beginning well, there is of the a movie, scene earlier. Oh, sorry, you might see the same thing I was going to say. Go were ahead, you going to say like it's when Alex and him are out at lunch and it's just like, so are you married? And it's like they're still kind of fucking flirting super hard. When just like, hey, uh, like, do you do you have a family? Are you married? And he's like, yeah, I have an amazing wife, an amazing kid, and it's like I have just this great life. And then she's like, well, why are you here with me? <laughs> it's like he literally just did it because he could. Yeah, but there's there's the scene I was thinking about was actually um, after the party in the very, very beginning. And it's like, it's implied like, ooh, they're going to like maybe like bone tonight after the party. But then Ellen gets in the bed. So she's like, not oh, you know, just yeah. for tonight. And I feel like that was their way of trying to kind of phone into the audience. Like, oh, like they got the kid now. So maybe they're not having sex anymore. Right. But again, I'm like, that's that's the only thing we saw. And I'm like, that. That's it. as far as I'm concerned. That's one night the kid slept in the bed with you guys. Yeah. No big deal. I didn't see it as like, oh, this family is like, this is a loveless marriage, and this is why he felt like he had to cheat <laughs> on her. Weird. Dan Michael Douglas, have you have you seen your wife? I mean, what the, what the fuck? fuck? Like you're you married up first of all. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she looks better than you. Also, she's working. She doesn't work, so she's at right. home. It's not like you have to worry about like we only have to worry about our my schedule. It's not like you, she's she's out there doing a whole bunch of shit and like you never see her. She's literally there making pasta and sauce. She's food. bubbling she, marinara sauce home. for you constantly. <laughs> Always burning her lip on <laughs> it. Whenever, same. Baby, whenever you get home, there's some pasta and sauce. <laughs> Beth, what is up with these accents? <laughs> there's pasta sauce in the fridge, and she's if you ever come back. near me again, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? I said there's pasta in the fridge, honey. I'll see you when we get back. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) we're getting to the climax. Everyone's at home. And Beth is upstairs uh, running a bath. And (laughs) Alex is a (laughs) beast. She appears. She appears. I like... I like because, you know, the thing is, like, she's drawing this bath and it's almost full and then it overflows. And this fi- thank God it's a fixer upper house because it immediately, it immediately starts, starts leaking to the like the first floor and the dog's too busy <laughs> licking it instead of barking. Yeah, the dog is completely mute. <laughs> well, because he's never he hasn't been fed or water. Yeah, he's oh, like, thank God finally, there's water. A <laughs> sip of liquid. Finally, he's like, uh, sustenance. Yeah. He like drags him. He like drags his poor little weak body <laughs> over to the bar. Over. Like, <laughs> Dude, when she's so like you know, Alex has a knife and is like doing the the full fledged like I'm I totally lost it like you're the only thing that's standing in my way of having dan and like the whole time she's just kind of like rubbing the knife oh, on her so leg good. and then she's just slowly uh, it's so good cutting oh herself God. and you're just like holy shit <laughs> i would if I, I i'm i'm a scaredy i'm a scaredy bitch so if anyone comes at me with anything like a squeaky toy <laughs> i'm freaking out but if they're sitting there like cutting themselves while they're talking to me i'm like i'm going and like not even like intentionally yeah i think i would have accepted my fate like she was like there's nothing i can do it was more scary because she was doing it like as in the way that i like play with my ears when i'm nervous like she was just like you know what i mean just getting into her thigh like having a stressful moment oh yeah (laughs) she's she's like she notices Beth looking at her leg, it's like, oh, sorry, I'm just really yeah. nervous. I haven't murdered in a while. 
<laughs> Your husband just got me really worked up for the past couple of weeks. Sorry. <laughs> Works been <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> and she, you know, and then it's funny too because you know when she Beth is getting ready, it's like if you need anything, Dan's like if you need anything, just holler, and she's hollering. And it takes him a oh my good God. fucking minute to get up those stairs. He does not hear anything. It's only when he removes because the, the fucking kettle's on. Which, again, we mentioned earlier, those things are not right. that loud. But it's only when he, like, moves it slightly and it stops whistling. And he's like, oh, right. I hear her screaming. And it's like, okay, Plus, you know, no fucking way. Unless and also Ellen's uh, asleep this whole time. She doesn't seem to hear anything. Baby's knocked out. Is Beth screaming in the same pitch right. of the tea kettle? Like, why could you? They're very different sounds. She's like, uh. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> uh, uh, She's got per- She's like perfect, perfect pitch. <laughs> she pulls out a whistle before. <laughs> it was, you know, like Dan comes in, guns a blazing to try and save her, and Alex gets some fucking licks on him. Like, stat, like I'm always like, if I was under, again, if I was ever in a knife fight, I would just die. Totally. But like, like just, you, like, I can't like just block something. Like they'll just cut me mm-hmm. and it'll suck. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not, I'm not worried about getting stabbed. I'm just gonna have like a thousand oh. slashes over me, and that's equally as shitty. And that's yeah, probably I mean, worse. Like, just just yeah. a bunch oh of slashes. I know. I think it's just me with my arms. I'm like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> I just picture myself over and over, like, and get out when he gets stabbed through the hand on accident. Like I feel like that would happen to me a million times. So I'd be like, fuck off, uh, stop. <laughs> Why you hurt? My hand is just pure mush. <laughs> do you like? Do you like the again? T- like the unsung hero of this movie is Beth because Alex is about to bt hole Dan. He like has that knife over him, and then Beth had the foresight to be like, "Oh, she's." crazy with dan right now i'm gonna go get that gun we saw like a scene ago yeah i'm going to run downstairs get this gun and run back he said, up. they're having another one of their little and lovers just... quarrels so i better go <laughs> take care of it well which is so stupid too because it's like you heard beth screaming upstairs you know this one's crazy like you didn't grab the gun right like, you know there's right? a gun Get the gun. Like, there's, she's clearly, yeah, you, Alex is you clearly You know here. she's not screaming because she saw a rat. Like She's not screaming because <laughs> she's, like, so excited about this bath. Like, woohoo! Like, no, she's in danger. But she gets the, uh, she runs down to get the, the gun. And they're fighting. And Dan, I hate seeing him drown her. That's very unsettling. Something about strangling and drowning someone is just so, like, it's so personal mm-hmm. and violent that I, I don't so like long. seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't. It's like, oh, I accidentally drowned this person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> like, no, it's like, have you guys seen Provincing Young Woman yet? No, no. I actually was gonna watch it tonight, possibly. <clears throat> I won't spoil it, but uh, someone is strangled in this movie, and they, it plays out actually in like a pretty accurate mm. length of time. Because usually in movies, when they do like a strangling. It, it happens very fast, and it's like. You wouldn't die that fast. Right. Like, it actually plays out long enough that it's, it's about how long it would. And it was just, just like, ooh, I didn't like it. I was like, I don't like watching this. Um, but yeah, so it seems like Alex is drowned because she is drowned. <laughs> drowned, yeah. Because her eyes she done are drowned. <laughs> he drowned her. And she's in there with her eyes wide open, which I'm like, what exactly happened here? Is she playing possum or did she like. Is she actually out? Like what? See, this is also what is why we think that happened. If to we, her? 
we needed like a little backstory for her. like Alex was an Olympic swimmer back in the day, and she can hold a her breath. Champion swimmer, you know? <laughs> or she was in the Navy SEALs, where she had to train I... holding her breath for three minutes because she was she was underwater for quite some time. I really. I wish that had been thrown in there just quick, like, oh, yeah, I used to swim. Like, a quick picture of her from, like, her high school days, like, at the pool. Just, like, just just to kind of or something. fill it. And it's not important, but I just was always confused. Like, so is she okay? Like, what he, happened? Like, when when he broke into her apartment the first time, it's like he just sees some random framed picture, it's like, from the high school super relatives. It's, like, most likely to hold her breath for more than two seconds underwater. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It just keeps going. <laughs> it's just funny because it's like but, even in like do- like even in drowning, she has to be like like a crazy bitch. She's looking at her wild eyes while she drowns in the water. It's just like so like like every single moment from from this point on, she's just fucking a uh, like electric. Like she is Storm from X Men, basically. <laughs> yeah, she's got him superhero. But well, she has we see her pa- her magic her powers in this part because he thinks it's done and they're like, Oh, it's not done. And she springs out. <laughs> oh my god. Out. I do like that she gasps, you know. Lunges it's not him. like she just came up yeah. and was like, I'm immediately gonna stab you because I've just been conscious and breathing through my gills the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like Yeah. There was no coughing, there was no anything. She's like, ah <laughs> just think of flies out and Beth comes in like a fucking G still holding her fucking um her her robe shut and she's like pow pow she's she like, is like clutching her heart. robe she's like she, the last thing you see the last thing you see Alex ain't gonna be these titties <laughs> and she's like clenching it with like literally two fingers like <laughs> very casual shot just like right between the tits she got her gave her Annie Oakley <laughs> <laughs> that's the old Annie Oakley. <laughs> and then like, well, the last shot is the frame is a frame superlative of Beth, most likely the right. bitch right between the tits. One shot, it's like ah, uh, between the eyes, Beth. Well, we always we saw it coming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that Beth is wily. She she kills her and she's dead and (laughs) she's dead as is the textbook definition of the end killed her she is dead (laughs) and she kills her dead the police show up and it's just very casual typical night in bedford white guy in bedford his his mistress is shot and it's just like, oh yeah, that's all we need. All we need to hear. Well, and they just well how many like, yuppies <laughs> move out to the country? So it's probably not uncommon. Now, like it doesn't happen frequently, but they're like, oh, this happened last month with the Johnsons, right? Yeah. It's just like I, I don't know. I feel like this is automatic homicide. It's like we have questions. Like this is the mistress. Like there's a lot going on here. It's not just like no, oh, no, no. Oh, I'm, we'll take your word, What's sir. That? I'm a I'm a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. All right, checks out. <laughs> He's like, so, sir, crazy ass <laughs> bitch. Okay, no, I'm saying. And then that's it. And then we, they're all done. <laughs> no, he comes back. He's like, "Oh, there's one thing that doesn't add up. We had a uh, we had a we had a restraining order for a black woman. We yeah. we don't see her around. <laughs> yeah. Where is she? We want to we want to arrest her. They're like, <laughs> yeah, the, the the black family just moved into Bedford. A woman just wanted like a black woman just like jogging. Yeah. Like, oh, there she goes. Yeah, just, like, like a woman her. doing like, like gardening. <laughs> She's sh- sh- fleeing the is, scene. Work here is done." <laughs> And 
uh, do you, so the ending when you, you know, they go back in the house and we do get a picture, a frame photo of the family and the camera focuses in. Do you take that as a happy ending or as a, I, I saw it as ominous as like, so this family is destroyed forever. I mean, honestly, I think it depends on like what decade you watch it. Cause I think it was supposed to be a happy ending back then. But now when I watch it, it feels like you said, like, it's like this family will never be the same. And like his like selfish, just like, you know, I'm, I want to have an orgasm on this, on this random Saturday at noon moment has like ruined their lives, you know? <clears throat> Tale as yeah. old as time. Yeah. <laughs> And tainted their brand new house. Like, do you move after? I'm yes, moving. There's a ghost. Right. There's a ghost that. Like, in that someone house. Someone died. And, and crazy. Yeah. That hates you. The haunting will not be pleasant. <laughs> this isn't Casper. Right. Yeah. The fucking <laughs> the grudge over here is in this goddamn house. Like, we gotta move. <sighs> yeah. But that's the end of the movie. Troy. Wait, we like to ask people when they come on, but also ask ourselves, how would this movie be different if... The people here were not Caucasian, and we're in fact I do, We did kind of touch on it, saying like if they had black friends, that's true. But, like not just black friends, like right? They are black. They are black. Just a just yeah. Just, well, for yeah. one thing, a lot of like it's like everything that he does is like he's sort of like terrible. Like he's terrible in this movie from the beginning to the end. There's nothing redeeming about him aside from the fact that he's charming, and like he's able to just go through life being this charming wealthy piece of shit that gets who has a beautiful wife lots of money gorgeous house great kid cute dog like you know what i mean everybody just loves him it's like it's just it's this movie it's hard to even say like answer that question because this movie is so white like this movie is the whitest movie ever like and that's the thing about this um yep it's funny that you brought up obsessed because it's like that's the thing about this film genre is that it is specific. It's so specific to a kind of person, a wealthy New Yorker. They're always mm-hmm. New Yorkers. They're always yuppies. You know what I mean? They always have a, a, a like a country house. It's so it's such a white film genre at this time, you know? So it's hard to even say. Very true. Do you know? um mm-hmm. Do you know the song? This was brought to my attention in like 2013. Do you know the song Smell Yo Dick? Oh, Why You, you know Coming Home, Five in the Morning. <laughs> yeah, Something's yeah. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously. So I was just thinking about that. I was like, well, if it was a black wife, <laughs> I was like, you can't be on some fuck shit. <laughs> She'd be like, I just was picturing Black Beth talking to Black Dan. It's like, let me smell your yeah. dick. Where you been? <laughs> Why you hope so late? Like, 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 something's going on. Can I <laughs> that was also, can I say, the best reaction that I've ever got when I have asked anyone. It's like, hey, have you ever heard this song? And then it's like, oh. And then it was it was very textbook, like you had your PhD in smell your dick. It's like, mm. um, excuse me, do you mean the catalog from the... Uh, the early 2010s? <laughs> yes. Smellest thine dickus? Yes, I do remember. I quote that song so often that it lands like right here all the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Every girl, every yeah. like side, like side yeah. chick to me is a stripper hoe named Diamond because of that movie. Or because of that song, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> stripper hoe named 
No, but I yeah, I agree. I think a, a black wife would have um would have probably picked up mm-hmm. on it a little bit sooner. It would have had, you know. But I I mean, I don't know. I feel like I think Beth gave us black wife at the end when she was like, bitch, I'll come kill you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she went full on, like, yeah, I will kill you. Because that I mean, like, that's that's the thing. It's it has less to do with um oh no, like infidelity. Oh no, this woman might like destroy my family. It's like, no, she she is dangerous. Like it's not just and uh oh, it's like no, she's genuinely dangerous, and like yeah, you gotta call your bitches. Like, and like, like he really up. honestly suffered no consequences. At the end of the day, like he had his affair, he it went a nope. little haywire or whatever, um, and he got his family back at the end, and they still have their big gorgeous <laughs> house and all their money, and he has his job, and everybody right. in his life will just chalk it up to you know why'd you yeah. do that, bad boy? Like you had a crazy weekend, let's move on from it. You know he did nothing happened yeah. to him. Do you remember the yeah. Do you remember this? <clears throat> Which is a very oh, common. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, finish your. You, I was kind of, kind of change the tangent. So go for it. Oh, uh, just a piggyback, which is very common of this uh, genre too, because you have a movie a few years later called The Crush with Alicia Silverstone, which is a similar. It's kind of like a Fatal Attraction, but like it's even worse because in the woman, the Alex in this version yeah, is an underage girl. Ooh. And it's like, it's played out as, yeah, it's played out. The main guy, Carrie Elwes, um, Care. wins at the end. And it's played out as like, oh, like he's the hero. And it's like, no, but you did actually make, they never had sex, but there he did kiss her. He did behave inappropriately with this 15 mm-hmm. year old girl. Granted, yes, she's not well. She does some fucked up shit, but like, you also were playing you were playing with fire when you got into this relationship and then we're supposed to root for you at the end and right. it's like mm, yeah the audience i guess back then would have loved yeah. it but today it is very like mm, i don't know about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i went back to like my improv 101 you know it's like there's too much silence. I have to say something. Well, <laughs> that's, that's your yes. I do and. also think like, yeah. the trope, which I I'm I mean I am guilty of like I love these movies, but like I love uh, I love the cliches of like a female rage horror movie where it's like the actual villain is just the female rage, like Carrie, like the villain in Carrie is just Carrie's hormones. You know what I mean? Like yeah. In this movie, Alex's crazy female mental health wackadoo she needs a shrink bullshit is the villain you know what i mean it's like and it's just, it's so silly yeah yeah i mean thankfully they don't name the disorder mm. i i definitely hate when movies decide to name the disorder in the movies but yeah i mean it, it's it, unfortunately this movie has been associated with like mm-hmm. borderline personality disorder and it's right. not accurate at all of you know most people with mental health issues are actually victims of violence yeah. more than perpetrators of violence. So let's just keep that in mind. Uh, a conversation we'll probably continue to have with this month's theme because, like we said, horror movies right. are great, yeah. but they're not perfect. <laughs> Which, can you imagine, yes. like, people using, like, 80 or, like, not even, like, now when things are trying to be more, you know, conscious about other things? I mean, it's like, all right, ninth grade class, we're going to study uh, like bipolar disorder with this, or like we're going to study, yeah, we're going to study like the human psyche with Cherry Falls. <laughs> 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 
and you're just like, oh God, this oh God, this will not dead. give you a good impression of anything. <laughs> Is a second ed class <laughs> yeah. and they show him cherry balls. Yes. <laughs> like, okay. Um, someone's done that, you know. If they have fucking history teachers taking kids to go pick cotton out in Mississippi, which is something that happened, someone for sure. Someone's done it. Someone's oh, yeah. done it. It's America. Public school system. Yo, did you hear yeah. about uh, uh, just because <clears throat> I was bringing it? So I'm from Wisconsin, and there's this uh, this town outside of Milwaukee, very very Caucasian, and they some of the residents were saying we want our school to like teach more Black history, mm-hmm. you know. And then this one person, the superintendent, like of like the panel or whatever of the school board, said. I don't agree with that. And he was trying to say, and then he tried to like circle around and be like, cause you know, it's so, it's not really inclusive because why is there no Mexican history month or Asian history month? And I'm like, there, (laughs) (laughs) but like, and his bitch like, and he was was just like, you know, it's, it's not fair that we like, what's the point of teaching all this stuff? Plus you guys, like, I feel such like you guys, say, like, all cops are bad, and as a retired police officer, like, I take offense to it's that. Just, take just offense like, on uh, your lazy boy in your living room. Nobody gives a fuck. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Hot take. You know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Man, sorry. Just thinking about <laughs> the education system's failings yeah. made me think of that. No. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. That guy definitely watches Fatal Attraction Instead of like reading the DSM, <laughs> he's just like Michael D is my man. Oh, could you imagine get? <laughs> he probably also is the kind of guy that says poon regularly, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He also <laughs> thinks that Michael Douglas actually got cancer from eating out Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> that was a thing, right? Yeah, is that a thing? Yes. Okay, did I just make that? <laughs> no, that was a thing. His throat cancer. What? Uh, okay. Well, that's another that's another conversation. Okay. Yeah. That's another episode. We die first. Um, oh my god, Troy. This was amazing. Ugh. I'm so glad this happened. This, this was so, so fun. fun. I'm so happy that like, so this was amazing. Fun. I needed this. I'm sorry we have you up so late. I just realized how late it got. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm like, oh shit, you're oh, an hour shit. ahead of us yeah, too. I'm s- I've <laughs> never been more jealous of Sneak that she got Troy twice in one in one week. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm a spoiled little bitch. Your words, not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm down to come back whenever. Oh, Oh, good. For sure. I'm not kidding. I mean, let it be known you have an open invite. I might start sending you like the list of movies we have planned out. I'm like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? want? I'm not kidding. Send it. Send it when we hang up. I'm not kidding. And I'll be like, check, 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 check. I'll be back for this. Like, actually, I'm just gonna be your third co-host. I'm gonna be on every episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm a part of this now. Hope you don't mind, Troy. Just remind if if anyone's still listening towards the end, which we know you guys don't do, and you should listen to the end. Remind the people where they can find you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so again, my podcast is called Dunzo D U N Z O. Um, it is on iTunes and Stitcher and all the things. And um, you can follow me online at Troy McKeady, T-R-O-Y-M-C-E-A-D-Y. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I, like I said, I mostly use Instagram for the podcast. So it's Dunzo, I believe it's Dunzo Podcast on Instagram or Dunzo Pod. You'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. It's amazing. 
Um, we've got some more fun stuff in the pipeline. Um, we have our movies lined up and new guests. We won't say the guest's name just in case they fall. <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah, nice trick sorry. we learned. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, don't, don't does it. But we just did Fatal Attraction. We also have next week we'll be doing the movie Seven yes. followed up by Mother and Misery. Mm-hmm. So. Fun. You guys are in for a treat this month i cannot wait to watch these andrew do you have anything else to plug not at the moment because my life is lame how about you nothing else just keep listening to the podcast uh i'm sure at this point you're probably following us on instagram and 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 twitter and all the things so you can keep updated but that's all i've got yeah all right well thank you guys so much thank you thank you troy um, guys, keep listening. We will not be ignored. <laughs> we will be I will ignored. Not be ignored. I will not. Dan. I will not be ignored. Listen to this podcast. If you ignore us, we'll find you and kill you. I will kill you. <laughs> wait, wait. Can you give us one last accent, Sonique, uh, one last, of what you think uh, Beth sounds like? <laughs> if yeah. you call my family one more time, I'm going to kill you. All right. Good night. <laughs>